Hey, you're listening to that witchy stuff, and I'm your host, Celeste. Um, so welcome to season two, episode two. Uh, today we're going to talk about signs and omens. Um, I can't think of any, you know, like housekeeping kind of things that we need to take care of before we start. So, um, so yeah, we'll just jump right in. So um, signs and omens. Uh, it seems to me that everybody has a different opinion about about signs and things like that. Um, you know, it can, I feel like it's a spectrum, really. You know, it'll go all the way from literally nothing is a sign, stop making stuff up, to, um, oh my God, everything's a sign. I think for me, I probably am somewhere in the middle, but probably closer to oh my god, everything's a sign. At least I am today, and there's a reason for that. Um, the reason that I w thought we would talk about this today is because uh, two things, actually. One, um, I was on Facebook a few days ago, a week ago, I don't know, and in one of the witchy groups that I'm in, someone had posted this long, 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 long post about, you know, saying to people that they needed to to stop asking if this was a sign or if that was a sign or what did this sign mean and things like that because none of those signs is all made up um and I you know I, I completely disagree one I think that if we allow ourselves to see it there's magic happening all around us every day um anything from like a tiny little seed in the ground beginning to create create the chemical reactions that will begin the process of sprouting because it knows that it's the right time to you know the sun hitting a cloud in just the right way to make it beautiful you know or seeing a particular shape in a cloud that answers a question for you I think that those can be magical I think that as kids, you know, for probably from around eight or 10 years old, we, we start um, being taught to stop seeing things in a childlike way. You know, stop seeing the wonder in things, stop seeing the magic in things and be a grown up because magic isn't real, right? So you can't pay attention to that kind of magic that you're seeing every day because magic's not real. And there's a scientific explanation for everything. And I think that magic is just science that hasn't been explained yet. Um, so, yeah. Um, so we, you know, we learn how to filter that kind of stuff out. And we go about our lives and we kind of have blinders on. So then what happens when we begin our path on, on witchcraft or, you know, whatever magical journey you're taking, um, we take those blinders off, right? And now all of a sudden, we're seeing all this magic that has been there all along, but we just haven't been paying attention to. Um, so I think that's why when people are, are newer to witchcraft or they're going through something where they uh, 
they've had their magical spirit refreshed. <laughs> um, I really just made that up as I was talking. Uh, but they're going through something that that has reawakened them. Um, when these things are happening, uh, I think that we do suddenly see things much more um, with much more wonder than than we did before. Um, I feel like I maybe didn't explain that very well, but I don't want to start over again. So we're just going to move forward. My point is that uh, I think that there's magic all around us. We just don't see it anymore because we're used to it. And then when we begin a, a magical journey, whether it's a brand new journey or we're just uh, taking a different path on our journey or whatever, we can see these things more. So we begin to question, is this a sign? Is that a sign? So in my opinion, if you're seeing these things, yes, they're signs. If your intuition tells you this is a sign, and it means this, then that's a sign. Now, if you see something and you think, could this be a sign, but you can't figure out any sort of um, meaning or relevance or something like that, then maybe maybe it's not a sign, you know. Um, I, I really think that we will see How do I how do I put this into words? I think you'll see confirmation. I mean, there's such a thing as confirmation bias where you see what you want to see and everything that you see confirms the bias that you already had within you. Um, and that kind of confirmation bias is is wrong. It's you're not seeing the truth of, of a matter. You're only seeing what you want to see. Um, but I think that there's also sort of a actual confirmation. <laughs> I don't know if that's really a thing, but where suddenly you're seeing that things that are telling you, yes, yes, this is, yes, that is the answer. Yes, take that path. Yes, go that direction. Um, but I don't think it's, it's usually like one big knock you in the face kind of sign. I think it's a pattern of things or a collection of things, you know, little things that are pretty insignificant on their own. Maybe they're cool, but they're insignificant. But when you combine those with other little insignificant things, all of a sudden you've got a big package of lots of um, lots of things that uh, make up a little bit of significance, you know? Um, for example, I don't know why, but I'm seeing a lot of repeating numbers. I mean, that, that happens to all the time to people write angel numbers or you know it's 11 11 make a wish or it's 12 34 do something I don't know is it is that make a wish too I don't know um but and you know I mean I expect those things to happen but like uh it's happening in ways that I would not expect like um I got in the car and there were 111 miles left in the gas tank. And then um, I went somewhere, I was picking up dinner 
and you know like the the amount was some number that it wasn't all repeating numbers but it was like a pattern um <clears throat> so i mean that's not a big deal right but when i tell you the rest of the story so um let me back up a little bit a couple of weeks ago i um i went to a vape shop i, I use an e-cig so i went to you know like a vape juice place and you know i'm just chatting with the guy and there's incense there so i'm looking at the incense and i'm gonna buy a pack and he's like you know what it's on me pick whichever one you want you can have it and i mean it was only a couple of dollars but it was like so random and totally sweet and the nicest thing so i was you know very appreciative and i took my free incense um and then i uh when i was off last week i went to i found a local gym store like um it's kind of, it's like witchy crystals, but also like crystals that I can cut and make jewelry with. So I was in there and um, I wound up like chatting it up with the owner in there and she wound up giving me like a discount on my purchases. I mean, they added up to, it was like 20 or $30 off. Cause I mean, uh, I did kind of spend a lot, but shh, <laughs> don't tell my bank account. <laughs> um, Anyway, she gave me this discount, this unexpected discount. And then uh, let's see what else. Oh, I ordered some amber from this um, shop on Etsy and I wound up chatting up with the um, with the shop owner on on, you know, on Etsy. And I ordered 100 grams of amber and she sent me 200 244 grams. And I'm like, what the heck? That was like the nicest thing. I was so shocked. And then tonight I, I got in my car to go pick up dinner and um, the, the, the gas tank had 111 miles on it. And I went to pick up uh, dinner and that number was something that, that was some sort of pattern that caught my attention. And my youngest son had asked for Dunkin' Donuts, um, which I never, I never ever buy them, but like this kid's been asking for like two weeks. He's seriously craving a donut. So I go to Dunkin Donuts and um, because I have a lot of children and there's always at least one or two stray kids around, I got two dozen donuts. And the guy, when I go to, when I go to get to the window, he gives me the two boxes and also a bag full of donuts. And he's like, here's eight donuts that are just for you. And I mean, I realize it's the end of the day. They don't, want to keep stale donuts you know I mean they don't want them to to go over or whatever get stale so he's just got extra stuff and he's giving it away but still my god you guys so freaking nice it's like just all this stuff so what does that mean um I don't know I think it means the universe is telling me that the path that I have chosen is right and that um, the difficult things that I'm going through right now, cause I'm going through some stuff, like seriously, some stuff. Um, but the difficult things that I'm going through right now are going to be okay. And that even though there's a lot of, um, hurt and upset going on within me, it's sort of like, the universe is kind of um, kind of giving me a hug, and I really just interpreted that message. And I'm trying hard not to cry now because, wow, that 
struck a little deeper than I expected it to. Anyway, sometimes the universe hugs you and sometimes the universe just knows what you need. And if you are on your right path, then the universe is going to confirm it for you. It may not be with, you know, some big giant thing that knocks you in the face. It may be a bunch of little things. Um, Earlier, when one of the several times that I was trying to record this episode before I kept fucking up and having to stop, um, I was going to tell you guys, I got within just a few days, I got three different messages from three different women named Kim. And I am Facebook friends with one of them, but like, I don't know her, you know, we don't ever talk or anything. And the, the other two were messaging me from someone else's um, profile. Uh, they wanted to buy jewelry, which is like also crazy and <laughs> really crazy and really cool. But yeah, three different messages from three different women named Kim. And then I glanced down at my at my timer when I was saying it, when I was recording before, and it was 3.33. And I just looked at my, <laughs> I just looked at my timer and it was 13.13. I'm, I'm just saying, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm seeing all these synchronicities that are completely unrelated, but I don't know. It feels kind of good to think maybe the universe is telling me that I'm doing the right thing. Um, it may also be telling me that I need to pay it forward, um, like hard. <laughs> so I'm going to have to think about how I'm going to do that. But, but yeah. Um, oh, actually, I did kind of accidentally pay it forward. Uh, my, my cat is, she's almost 17, and sometimes she can't quite handle the litter box. So she has her spots in the house that she's been peeing, and it's, it's innocent. I can't even be mad at her she's so fucking old y'all know how old a 17 year old cat is it's really old um so I got these uh pee pads like incontinent pads that you put under an old person in their bed so that when when they're incontinent in bed it sucks it up sort of like a diaper but it's big and flat anyway somehow I don't know how I when I ordered it on Amazon I had it shipped to my friend Liz's house. I have no idea how it happened, but, and she had no idea what what was going on either because it came to her in her name. So she just took them to the animal shelter, um, which was exactly what I was going to tell her to do um, when I discovered what I had done. (laughs) So I kind of maybe paid it forward a little bit via, you know, accidental, but I need to do some on purpose stuff, I think. I have to figure out what that's going to be next. Um, gosh, I have just rambled on, haven't I? Um, we were talking about signs and omens. Uh, those those numbers kind of things. You know, everybody everybody does see those. Um, it's not unusual, you know. But it's good to have an idea of what each number may mean so like if you're suddenly seeing like you know 34 everywhere randomly what does that mean or maybe like maybe like 72 that doesn't even you know you're not even see that on a clock ever right yeah 
yeah, no, never. Um, so what does it mean when, when you start seeing that? And I can't tell you what that means because I am not very um, versed in numerology, but it would be good to get yourself a little versed in numerology if you're interested in it. I do know that in general, one is the beginning of a path, the beginning of something, and 10 is the finishing of something, or maybe nine is the finishing of something, and 10 is like the spiritual um, aspect of it afterwards, like you've done it, and you're reaping the spiritual uh, effects. I don't know. I told you I'm not very good at numerology, but, you know, I do tend to notice when, when, um, if I'm seeing the same kind of number all the time, I usually will look up to see what, what it means. And it doesn't necessarily mean anything. Um, but, you know, it's just one of those things that kind of doesn't hurt to look at it. Um, other kinds of omens that, that people talk about. I mean, there's the obvious stuff like breaking a mirror or a black cat crosses your path. We all know that black cats are amazing. Um, they tend to be kind of assholes though. I mean, like, is that, is that a thing? I really feel like that's a pretty common thing. Very strong personality cats. Um, and they like to be on black things where you don't know that they're there. It's camouflage, cataflage. Um, it's late in the day and my ADHD meds have worn off hours and hours ago. So I may not even actually publish this we're kind of far into it we'll see um if if you're hearing this just know that it means I've given up on life for the day and I am um at that point where eh, it's good enough it'll do <laughs> so anyway um other other kinds of omens and signs um you know if you see a ring around the moon at night it's supposed to mean something or like if it's a blood moon it's supposed to mean something blood moons are just um lunar eclipses though like that's literally all it is it's when the um the moon is covered all the way by part of the earth's shadow but uh like shadows are fuzzy on the edges and um it it's in the fuzzy part like only the fuzzy part is covering the moon so there's an example of something that is definitely has a scientific explanation definitely has a magical you know um magical element i don't know aspect attached to it um but does it necessarily mean that it is magic for everyone who sees it probably not you know also they're very predictable I mean not by me because I'm not smart like that but somebody uh I guarantee there's a, probably a million websites that will tell you the next lunar eclipses for the next thousand years um so uh but if say for example you um Oh my God, I just remembered something else that's been happening. Like three different times I've seen um, an owl fly through my backyard in the last week. And I never, like, I know there's an owl that lives in this area or, you know, a family of owls, a set of owls. I don't know. There's at least two, but um, I never see them ever, ever. 
except for the very few times that I have, and it's always been when I'm seeing other things. Um, I kind of think owls are sort of like my, um, my animal sign. There's a, a word that people use a lot. You shouldn't use that word or that phrase, spirit guide. That's not, if you're not indigenous, that's not for you to use. So find a better word. Obviously, I didn't think of that better word before I said it. But anyway, I think that owls are significant to me. Um, so, um, but yeah, if you, if you do something and all of a sudden you see something unexpected, maybe a deer comes like right up to you and that's never happened before, maybe that is a sign. Maybe it does mean something. And I can't tell you what that means, obviously. I don't think that anybody can. And if you look, if you look into things and you find some information that says like, oh, when you see an owl at night, it means this, or actually owls usually mean that someone's gonna die. <laughs> Just so you know. Um, and I, I mean, that hasn't happened. So, and you know, I mean, this isn't the only time I've, I've seen the owls, like I said. Um, but yeah, just you can look things up, but it doesn't necessarily mean what the given definition is. I mean, I think if we've been through a whole season, we're on episode number 14 now. If I haven't said enough that it is very, magic is very individual. What works for you is what works for you. What resonates with you is where your power is. And the internet's definition of seeing an owl at night is not necessarily what, what that omen may mean for you. What you need to do is check in with yourself and see what your intuition is telling you it means. I feel really good things when, when I see an owl. I always have. I mean, this isn't something new. This has been a lifelong thing like since I was a little, little kid, I've always loved owls and I feel very protected when, um, when I see an owl in real life. So it's a good sign for me. So if what you're seeing, if it kind of gives you the heebie-jeebies, it may not be a good sign for you, even if what the internet or other people or whatever even if what they say is that it's a good thing, trust your instinct. And if you feel like it's not a good thing, you need to evaluate what you, where you are and what you're doing and see if there's anything that is sort of tickling that sense of unease in you somewhere. Um, and I, I also really believe that you can't force a sign or an omen like you can't do a spell and say give me a sign and expect there to be a sign um but you can definitely see signs when there aren't any there so i don't know it's all a balancing act i guess is is what i'm getting at um <laughs> 
for me, well, I think I already said it. I think all the signs that I've been seeing is just saying that um, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Like the choices that I've made are um, the best choices I could make. It's kind of funny because I don't believe in destiny. Maybe like a little bit, maybe like there's like a path where the frequencies line up better maybe and then there are paths where everything's like discordant or something but maybe that's what I mean when I say that I'm making the right choices like the frequencies are are harmonizing instead of being all jangled and and stuff like that I have to give that one some thought I might I might meditate on that um but yeah, you know, I, I just, I, I don't have anything else to talk about. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really pushing it to be this far. So we are on uh, 25 minutes. We are at 25 minutes, I mean to say. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what kind of exercise we could do for the next week. I don't want you to try to see signs and omens because that is a surefire way to see signs and omens that aren't, um, you know, that might be trying too hard um so let's see we talked a little bit last week about meditating and shadow work and stuff like that I happened to come across a quote um I had to take one of those um Myers-Briggs personality test things for work I got campaigner which when I read it this time I've gotten it before but uh when I read it this time as a witch it's like literally talking about magic like literally uses the word magic, at least in the test I took. It was um, 16 personalities. Anyway, um, I happened across a quote, a quote on there that I, um, I wrote down and I wanted to share with you guys. It's sort of the definition of shadow work. Um, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. Um, and guess who said that? It was young, Carl Jung. Um, so what he's saying there is you've got to do the shadow work and just know what the shadows are. You don't necessarily have to face them. You just need to understand this negative aspect of my personality is related to this negative event or series of events or whatever. Um, because until you do, you'll make decisions based on this negative event that happened to you that you have not resolved you'll make decisions based on that and then say well I'm here in this place probably a negative place because it was fate but really it was because of the actions that that you took based on a previous event I feel like he said it much more um, elegantly and succinctly than, than I did just now. Um, also, I'm really struggling a lot with imposter syndrome lately. And I know why, like I know all the reasons why. Um, and I know that they're not really real, but uh, imposter syndrome itself is real still. If that's something that you have experienced um, you know exactly what I mean then. If you don't know what I mean, like, do you ever, have you ever 
done something and you received a lot of praise for it and you thought, well, they don't understand that I didn't really do that great of a job because I should have done this or that or the other instead, or they don't know that I, I got the idea from seeing what someone else had done in some other related way, you know, uh, PS, that's just called inspiration. You're not copying them if it led you on a, on a different path, like a different train of thought, it's inspiration. Um, so I am, I am struggling a whole lot with imposter syndrome. And imposter syndrome is a bitch. I hate it so much. I mentioned that I'm supposed to do a podcast for work about gender diversity and inclusivity in the workplace. And I have not sent the email because I'm afraid I can't do it right or can't do it well. And what the hell do I know about diversity and inclusivity? I mean, I don't want to get out there and be one of those, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, bitch, <laughs> you know? So yeah, anyway, uh, if you know what imposter syndrome is, I would like for you to prove yourself wrong. You know, just take one thing that you feel or you have felt imposter syndrome about and prove to yourself that it's wrong. Um, at least try to. And if you don't know what it is, I mean, if you haven't felt like you've experienced it before, um, maybe give some thought to what you can do to make sure that the people around you aren't suffering from it. Or maybe you can um, look into how to spot signs that someone is struggling with it. Because when it's a struggle, it's a, it's a struggle, you know? Um, and it's one of these little things that you can do in the world, in the universe, that will make better harmonies around you in the frequencies that are around you. You know what I mean? Like the choices that we make, the actions that we take, that if we're still going to talk about harmonies, and I really like this idea that I think I'm going to really give that a lot of thought. Um, the choices that we make and the harmonies that we create are, uh, they stretch outward and they keep going. Yeah, that's it for now. Um, thanks for listening. You can find me on Twitter at um, stuff underscore witchy. I'm still going to do the Facebook group. I just haven't done it yet. Uh, so yeah, hit me up. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.